everyone, this is Swati. And this is Mahim. Welcome to the podcast where we get you up to speed with the ongoing Indian elections. But you know what? Indian elections are such a massive exercise and there is so much happening all around us that well, it gets a little confusing at times, right? But don't worry, because we have you covered. In today's episode, we're going to break down the electoral process, explaining and simplifying the basics. So let's get started. India is the world's largest democracy, which means it has the highest number of voters casting their votes to elect a democratic government. Just to give you an idea, there are 900 million voters in India. Yes, 90 crore. That's almost 12% of the world's population. The ongoing elections are the 17th in the series of Indian parliamentary elections. Parliamentary elections, also called general elections, allow citizens to elect the government of India. These are different from assembly elections, which let voters of a particular state choose their representatives to the state legislative assembly. India is a federation of states with a strong centre and 29 states and 7 union territories. Just like the central government, the state governments are also democratically elected by way of state assembly elections. Both state and parliamentary elections are held once every five years, but not necessarily simultaneously. Now representatives to the parliament, which includes the Lok Sabha and the Rajya Sabha, are called MPs and those to the state assemblies are called MLAs. An MLA represents an assembly constituency in her state, while an MP or member of parliament represents a parliamentary constituency, which comprises several assembly segments in turn. The ongoing Lok Sabha polls are being conducted all across the country over seven phases and the results will be announced on May 23rd. So like we said earlier, through parliamentary elections, voters choose their representatives to India's parliament, specifically the lower house of the parliament, the Lok Sabha. The Indian parliament you see is bicameral, that is, it has two chambers or houses, the lower house, Lok Sabha and the upper house, which is the Rajya Sabha. These elections decide which political party forms the government at the centre. Any party or coalition that secures 51% or more seats in the Lok Sabha forms the government. A coalition basically means a grouping of parties with similar interests. The leader of the winning party or coalition becomes the Prime Minister of the country. So you see how important these elections are? Yeah. And once elected, the term of the government and members of parliament is five years. The maximum strength of the Lok Sabha, according to Indian constitution, is 552 members. 530 members elected from the states, 20 from the union territories and 2 members from the Anglo-Indian community, nominated, not elected, by the President of India as per the constitutional provision. Elections to the upper house or Rajya Sabha are a different exercise altogether. The strength of the Rajya Sabha cannot exceed 250 members and at present it is 245. 238 of these members are elected, while 12 members are nominated by the President from various fields of excellence like art, science, sports, journalism, etc. Elections to the Rajya Sabha are held indirectly, which means MLAs from all the state assemblies elect its members. At present, as against its sanctioned strength, the Lok Sabha only has 545 MPs, 523 elected by voters from various states, 20 from the UTs and 2 nominated members. So what about the 7 vacant seats? Well that's because we only have 545 Lok Sabha constituencies in the country at the moment. The number of Lok Sabha seats in each state varies based on the population of that state. 
So while smaller states like Sikkim, Nagaland, etc. have only one Lok Sabha seat, Uttar Pradesh, India's most populous state, has 80. So now let's come to the form of government. India, like Britain, follows the parliamentary form of government, which is different from the presidential style government in the United States of America. In India, the head of the state, to say it simply, head of the nation, is the president. But the head of the government is the prime minister. Effectively, the president is only a titular head and all the real power rests with the prime minister. All right. So now let's look at some interesting poll trivia. Yeah, this part is my favorite. The first parliamentary elections were held in 1952 and cost around rupees 10.45 crore. While the last one, held in 2014, cost a staggering rupees 3,426 crore. Wow, that is some number. In the first Lok Sabha, elected in 1952, there were 24 women MPs. In the 2014 elections, their number rose to 66. That's progress, but not quite. In line with India's affirmative action policies, there are 131 seats in the parliament, which are reserved for scheduled castes and scheduled tribes. 84 for SC and 47 for ST. Oh, and the most important one, the minimum eligible age for voting, which used to be 21 years in 1951-52, is now 18 years. So hey, those of you who just turned 18, you now have the power to choose your leaders. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and vote, guys. So that's it from us for now. But stay tuned to the podcast for more on the, the great, great Indian, Indian election. election. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.